As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's the site that I use for my podcast, and best part, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and Anchor will even distribute the podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I had quite the experience this week, and I'm going to get to it eventually on this episode, but I decided to try at-home sugaring, and negative 20 out of 10, I would not recommend trying it. Um, It was an absolute shit show for me, but I've come to the realization that basic hygiene is not so basic. Definitely not. (laughs) Far. Definitely not. Far from it. Far from it. So today's theme is basic hygiene and all stories related to it. I love it. This is your fair warning, your trigger warning. These stories are going to be kind of gross. Some of them contain feces. I probably should, feces is probably grosser than saying poop. No, I think that's what like the the proper term actually is. <laughs> so this is your trigger warning, you guys. If you're Fecal not matter. <laughs> Yeah, that's the worst one. That's like some people when you say moist and people are I like, guess. oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Fecal matter. Yeah. No, Feces. No, no. Poop. There it is. So <laughs> here's your warning, but um, there's some gross ones today. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. I'm very ready. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's dive in. Let's go. Okay. That was pretty good, actually. Oh, when I first met Justin, he always said, like, oh, your voice is so raspy and cute. Can you sing? No, I cannot. Far, far but, from it. But chances are a lot of the people that I do meet, and probably because a lot of people I meet are through music. Yeah, that's probably why When you- they have a little bit of raspiness or almost like a – not. Weakness is the wrong word, but I think you know what I'm saying. Like they a soft, can a soft belt. 
like their talking voice almost sounds a little softer, a little broken up, but then they can sing. It's like Amy Winehouse. She yeah. was like really just raspy and Yeah, but yeah. they can belt it out. So I thought you might, you know. No, no, far, far from being able to sing. But let's get into these basic hygiene stories. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So up first, my 28 male father, 64 male, has been using my Manscaped razor on his face, and I don't know how to tell him. Ah! <laughs> Ooh. Hi, all. So as the title says, I have a razor called Manscaped, which is a razor designed for your pubes. I give myself a good trim down there often, including the hair in my ass crack and gooch. My dad mentioned to me, hey, man, I used your razor and your battery is quite low. You might want to charge it. First of all, who uses another dude's electric razor, especially without asking? Gross. I use a disposable razor for my face, so my heart sank thinking that he used my pube razor. Sure enough, I go upstairs and see his gray goatee hairs in it. Mm. He didn't even clean it. Yeah, that's kind of disrespectful to use someone's razor and then not clean it. But don't use anyone's razor first of all. No. I'm not really sure how to tell him. I don't know how to casually bring up, hey, Pops, that razor you used on your face is actually used for my undercarriage. Knowing my dad, he's going to be quite understanding or freak the fuck out to the point I'm out on my ass. Wow. Okay. I don't think... I'm just trying to put myself in the situation. Yeah. Which is hard to because I just... I don't think I'd ever go pick up anyone's razor. I get how the electric ones may seem different than the handheld, like, real razors, the disposable razors, whatever you want to call them. But... Yeah. Still, how is it different? Well, like... I guess you could assume it's you, you're using it on your face, but still, it's just like... I've got one other story that kind of relates to razor sharing. So I'm going to read that, and then we'll talk about the whole concept, okay? Mm-hmm. So it goes, am I the asshole for using a shared razor to shave my lady parts? Hello, fellow assholes of Reddit. I'm an 18 female and live at home. I share a shower with my mom and my sister. 16. We have one intuition razor for our legs that we all share. When I need to shave my bikini line and lady bits, I use the razor too. Lord knows what they use when they need to clean up down there. I realized today it might be gross, but I wash the razor and it's not like they're putting it on their face. Besides, wouldn't it be more awkward to get a razor specifically for my coochie? Am I the asshole? <laughs> what? Why are you sharing razors to begin with, even if they're not for 
lady parts. <sighs> I know. So my first thought is, okay, maybe they can't afford it. But razors are like somewhat inexpensive. Like, But you're not, are they sharing a toothbrush? Least. That's the thing. Yeah. Razors are basically toothbrushes. Like don't share razors. I can't even stress this enough. Like there's bacterial skin infections you can get. You can literally get staph infection and staph infection can be life-threatening. Like razors make tiny micro cuts on your skin. Well, and it doesn't even matter if they're not using it on their face. That doesn't make it any better. It's almost worse if it's like private area to private area. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, it's just a weird dynamic, but... I mean, we've all been in the situation of, like, you are going out for the night. You're in a pinch. You're in a pinch, and you're like, hey, can I use your razor? And it's kind of like, I've been over at Lauren's, and I'm like, like Lauren, I need, I need to shave my fucking legs. But I've, I think I've shaved the bottom of my legs. I might have even gone so far as to shave my armpits, but I would never even dream about using someone's razor. On my vagina. I just, I like, I almost don't even feel like the area matters. It's just the fact of sharing razors. Like yeah. you just said, you get micro cuts. I know. The and blood. you're not going to, you know, the big thing, you don't share needles and blah, blah, blah. It's just like. Don't share razors. I know there needs to be a public campaign around it. But we've all done it. I think the grossest one, though, I've seen lately, I saw this TikTok of this girl who, there was like two friends in a frat house bathroom and the girl was like shaving her vagina in the frat house bathroom using one of the guys' razors. There's just there's too many things wrong with what you just said. I don't know if I can even I don't even know if I can process that. How do you end up Okay, A <laughs> How do you end up at a frat house? First of all, how do you even go to a frat house bathroom and not have a million people trying to get in at the same time? B How do you end up at a frat house? And why are you so eager to kind of, I mean, oh my God. So yeah, it definitely depends on the quality of frat house you're going to. Um, (laughs) Like the one that they were in, it was dingy. It just looked like a boy's college house. Like it didn't look like a nice bathroom. I don't know which ones don't. So here's where I'm going. So one of the college um, frat houses at the University of Minnesota where I went to school called SAE, they had a bathroom called the Minerva. I don't know. I think it translates to something, but I'm not sure. So this frat actually spent $40,000 renovating this bathroom. So on all the weekends when they would have the parties, that was the girls' bathroom. Only the girls were allowed in there. And it was probably equivalent to like, I would say nicer than Applebee's. Like I would say it was equivalent to like a Honestly, like a really, really nice restaurant bathroom. Like, I don't even know what you like. Like the a crave, dimly lit ones. Like a crave. With the dark tile. Well, the lighting was great. So, like, you'd go in there and want to touch up your your makeup. Like, oh, the lighting okay. was great. They had separate stalls. Like, there was actually like a powder room in front, and then you had to go back into another room. So, like, that it's frat, a genius move. Yeah, that frat bathroom was great. And then during the week when the girls weren't there, the guys got nice bathrooms to use. Genius. It was amazing. And like, who didn't want to go party at SAE? Because you know you were going to have toilet paper and you weren't going to be trying to like air dry at fucking Sig Ep down the block. I never thought I'd ever say it in my life yeah. about a frat boy or a frat house, mm-hmm. but that is fucking genius. I know. I think moral of the story in both of these. The, the first one, 
I mean, you got to tell him because you don't want him to use it again. I don't know if you do, though. I feel like it's kind of one of those situations where you just say, yo, get your own razor, but you don't need to go as far to be like, guess what I use that for. Yeah. Just avoid the whole big whatever because he said he would freak out or whatever. So just avoid it. Say, yo, I don't want you using it or just don't make it accessible then. I feel like I've had times in my life where I don't, like I make things unaccessible if people are using them and I don't want them to. You keep it in your room, keep it in whatever. Just just end it that way. You don't need to go out with a bang and be like, yo, guess what I do (laughs) with that. You want to almost tell him though, just in case he comes across it again and tries to use it. Also, what's he been using on his face before that moment? Like, Why doesn't he go get a razor? They're so accessible. They're so accessible. I feel like you can almost get one at a gas station. <laughs> you can. I mean. And so it's just like. Even if you forget your razor traveling, call down to the hotel yeah. front desk and they'll send one up for you. Yeah. Yeah. You got to tell him though, which he gave an update and he did tell him. <laughs> I won't make a new post, but I told him like this. Quote, hey, dad, you used that razor. It's super clean, but it's not for your face. No shit. Well, thanks for telling me. I'll go buy something else, I guess. Oh, well, I guess that works then. There we go. Simple. But um, as far as this other lady that we have sharing a razor with not only her mom, but her sister, that needs to stop. Mm -hmm. Like yesterday. There's just something weird about that. That is really, really bad. Top comment. Why in the fuck are you all sharing a razor? <laughs> yeah. Get your own for your own body. <laughs> yes. Everybody sucks. It's time for your own razors <laughs> or razor sucks. cartridges when they're on sale. Blades dull pretty quickly. And that's coarser yes. hair. Uh, quick tip. Best way to get those refillables, like when you have a Gillette razor and you just pop the pop the little thing off. Yeah. You can get big ass sets of them for way cheaper at Costco. You're a big Costco plugger. Yeah. Wait, well, <laughs> uh, you can't we all, compete. We, we all love uh, you cannot bargains. Compete. I'm a bargain bitch. I will be the first to admit I do love Costco. Also, if you're in the market for a new blanket, they had like Pendleton blankets that are typically like hundreds of dollars. And it was $25. And it's so fucking soft. Okay. <laughs> That's my other product plug. Oh, I'm just like plugging products. I've bought like some really good shit lately and I'm just super excited about it. But also if you're a candle fanatic like me, Fucking run to Target. I don't care Like if it's 9 p.m. Run to fucking Target because that four-wick vanilla sandalwood smelling one is back, burning it right now. We thought it would never come back. I literally was heartbroken when it sold out. Like It was all over TikTok, so of course everyone ran to go get it, but it's back, bitches. And that's that. Everyone use your own fucking razor because you don't want to get a staph infection because you use someone's razor. Okay. So this is where things start going downhill. My husband doesn't use toilet paper. (laughs) What does he use? Uh, Who said he uses anything? I don't know. Maybe he just jumps in the shower every time, you know? (laughs) I've, female 22, dated a few boys over the years before finding my significant other, but I've never seen anything as bizarre as what he's doing. Some of you may think I'm trolling, but for the love of God, I kid you not. I just don't have the will to say this to him. 24 male. 
or anyone else. So I figured it was harmless to come here where there's no shame of anyone who knows me. My new husband, mostly while sleeping and other random times throughout the day, has a habit of picking his butt and sprinkling bits across the bed that I'll find and get grossed out about. As well as other areas around the house too. I know that people can sometimes be into weird things, but I can't tell you how unappealing it is to be in the bed and spot crumbs at random moments. And it really destroys any mood for me personally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet it does. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Picks his butt. Picks his butt. <laughs> I thought you were going to say nose. I thought we were going down the nose trail. Okay, but seriously, with nose picking, there's two types of people in this world. People who pick their nose or people who lie about picking their nose. I mean, sometimes you have to. Have you ever like exactly. felt and it's painful and you're like, oh shit, there's some real shit up there. Well, and sometimes you just can't blow it out. No, but picking of course your... you can't. Sometimes it comes out with like 10 hairs on it. I, I know. God. That's why you got to trim them. But picking your butt after not wiping, your fingers are going to come out smelling so bad. Ugh. Yeah. I... Have you ever like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Go on with that. Well, let's say it was a rather turbulent experience. In the bathroom? Yeah. Okay. And there's moments where you're just like, you know, you're wiping and trying to just get the fuck out of there and get done. Yeah. Sometimes there's unavoidable things where your finger slips or something happens, right? With the toilet paper, whatever. Your hand, like, you know. Yeah. You know. There's not. Yeah. Equate that to then picking your butt. Purposefully subjecting yourself to that. And if there's things that you are picking out, there's just, it's it's almost like a bigger problem than a, it is butt not being clean in yeah. the first place. This is like, literally, it reminds me of those videos we used to watch in school where you learned about how the monkeys pick, like, shit off each other. Bugs, Yeah. Yeah. Let me finish. Let me. I have a lot to say about this one. Um, How the heck do I tell him that he has to stop without coming off weird and condescending? He does it under the covers and I'll have no clue about it. And I don't want to sleep where there's literal shit crumbs laying around. I wouldn't either. I think like sometimes I'll walk around the house bare feet, the barefoot, and you'll like pick up like little like specks of shit whatever and i always like rub my feet together like a little cricket because i don't want that shit in my bed it's not literal shit but it's not literal shit yeah like exactly so finding fucking actual shit crumbs smelly shit bacteria filled crumbs in your bed um how long have they been dating they're fucking married they're married she doesn't mention how long you wonder if this is kind of always been a thing right Uh, i don't know so there's some edits Let's get through those. We both lived with our parents beforehand while trying to save money for an apartment together. So maybe he was on his best behavior when he came over, washed and groomed, and vice versa when I went to his place. Parents didn't really want us alone together in any room with the door closed, probably because they're big on purity and always have been. Although, purity in a situation that involves poop, dot, 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 we're newly married, so the problem is new. And despite my hesitance slash shock over the past few days, I'm going to address it and talk to him with some of the advice that I've received from others and update for sure. Here's what I just wrote to someone else. 
Ben suggested to permanently not sleep with him until he stops, as well as no sex or anything close to him, and to make him choose what's really important to him. I'm going to talk to him today and update for sure, and if he doesn't stop despite agreeing or just refuses, I'll stay with someone else and heavily consider divorce. Already am, if he says he will stop and doesn't or refuses altogether, but gonna talk to him first and give him one shot at change. We are newly married, and I'm just gonna talk to him today and give him a chance to see what he says. Top comment, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, I um, I think this is definitely, definitely divorce worthy. Yeah, I think he doesn't. Stop I think especially. this is is showing you that it might be smart to live with someone before you get married. There's interesting stats on that though. There's really interesting stats that if you do move in with the person you're marrying before you get married, it's like it increases your likelihood of divorce. Or if they randomly are just a butt picker and you never found that out. You're going to get divorced That might increase the stats for divorce too. Well, and I almost wonder if the stats increase because then you're like, you have this new context with this person and you see another side of them. Exactly. And you, you see how communication can be tested. It's like, oh, you know, I've asked you to do the dishes 20 times. I can only bang my head into a wall. It's a good filter almost. Yeah. It's like you always talk about if you can travel and decorate with someone. Mm -hmm. Those are two great tests almost to see if you're good together, if you're compatible. If you can go through stressful situations, I think one of those is living together. Definitely. (laughs) And once you – because you can do the thing where you spend so much time at one another's house. Yeah. But I think when you live, live together, I think that's when maybe you learn about things like butt picking. Yeah. So I have an interesting thing from work. Obviously, I work in a hospital, and I had a patient recently that did not wipe his butt at all. It was the same, this literally the same thing. Didn't wipe his butt. And we were like, I was with another um, therapist that day and we were like, well, like, do you have a bidet or anything? And he's like, no, no, nothing. Doesn't wipe. So I'm just like, if you like never wipe your butt, granted, okay, you can go in the shower and like turn around, scrub a dub dub in there. But like, how are you not ruining your underwear? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's definitely times when you- Baffling. There's definitely times where- you can, it's just straight up clean, good to go. Like yeah. You just, you kind of do it, go for it, wipe, and you're just like, wow, that was good. But that does not happen every time. There's no way that happens every time. No. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So the update was actually deleted. OP deleted it, unfortunately. I mean, you always think you you kind of wonder like if this is just a a lifelong thing, and yeah. she just never had an idea. If well, it's, and it could be like an OCD type habit where like it's just a habit of his. And but why are there things to pick? Because he doesn't wipe. He doesn't use toilet paper. Oh my god! That's the main. That was the title. My husband doesn't use toilet paper. Oh my god! He doesn't, he doesn't wipe. <laughs> No. Yeah. So it's like, it's just like my patient, like my patient didn't wipe and it's some people, again, this whole episode, basic hygiene is not so basic. Some people just don't learn. I mean, maybe his parents, maybe his parents literally never taught him. But I also feel like there's things my parents never taught me, but you pick up through being a normal person in society. 
Yeah, but I've never talked to one of my friends about how I wipe my ass. So if you- Yeah, we did. When? Yeah, I feel like it came up where it's like, are you a sitter or a stander or whatever? I feel like that's come up. That's Definitely. talking about peeing. No, 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 no. People stand to wipe their asses yeah. after pooping? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it should be a pull. Yeah, it should be a pull. 100%. If you stand up, your butt cheeks go back together with the poop on them. Oh, no, you can still hunch. You can still bend the knees and hunch a little bit. Okay. I've seen it many times. No, I haven't seen it. But yeah, I've seen. Li- I mean, I've, I've literally seen people do polls before where there's like, are you a sitter or a stander? Oh, my God. I just thought that was for peeing. No, no, no. I mean, I and again, I have patients that don't have the mobility to like turn around. So like you. Like my patients literally can't twist, like sit and twist. Mm-hmm. So I've had some patients like they really kind of like hunch forward to like where I'm like, oh my God, you're going to fall off the toilet and I'm going to be fired. But I'm thinking, I'm picturing someone our age and like picturing this 24 year old dude. Like, I don't know. Do you sit? Do you stand or do you sit? I don't know. No, you have to tell me now. <laughs> you can't just like start and then not tell me. Well, I really want to do a poll, but I think... So you're a stander. I think... You're a stander, aren't you? Yeah, mm, you are. But it's it's not... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's not all the time. Just on the messy messy days? No, it's just like, I think it depends on your situation. I think in like when you're in public, you don't really stand because if you're standing, turn around and someone like... You know, how you can see through the stall doors and it's just kind of like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, true. That would be weird. Also, why do they make stall doors with such big gaps? Annoying. (laughs) At least I don't pick my butt. Or do what this next story does. (laughs) On to the next story that also includes weird wiping habits. Like me? Just let's see. My 29 male girlfriend... 27 female, is possibly using my socks to wipe her butt. (laughs) Okay. I don't even know where to start with this. I'm dumbfounded. She just stormed out of the house, and I'm sitting on the bed asking myself a lot of questions. I live a pretty normal life, and I thought so did my girlfriend. We've been together for a few months, and after things got serious, we moved in together. We started sharing a lot of the household responsibilities, but the one thing she was adamant on doing was the laundry. She would come home and find me in the bedroom getting the laundry together and would quickly ask me to go do something else. I'd come back to finish the laundry and she would have already started it. I always thought it was sweet and never her job to do it alone, but hey, if it makes her happy to do it all the time, I wouldn't stop her. This is where it takes a turn for the weird. I keep all my socks and underwear in the bottom drawer of my dresser. I go to the gym frequently, so I always keep a good supply of clean gym socks ready to go. I never keep count, but I know by just a visual glance, I have several pairs. This morning, when I went to grab a fresh pair to pack for the gym, I noticed there were several dress socks, but no gym socks. Again, not weird. They must have been in the laundry. I went to check the laundry basket, and it was empty. So I checked the washing machine and dryer. Both were empty. I couldn't figure out where all of my gym socks had gone, so I did the very natural thing of asking my girlfriend what had happened to them. 
After all, she is the one who does the laundry all the time. She went silent, turned red, and ran out of the room. When I went after her to see if she was okay, she wouldn't tell me. I told her I wasn't mad. I was just looking for my socks. She kind of mumbled, I don't know. I still wasn't mad, of course, but I was super confused. Socks just don't disappear. So I asked her again, even laughed about it, and she just looked at me, got mad, and said, I'll buy you new ones. (laughs) Oh, gosh. The first thought that went through my head was she had somehow managed to destroy my socks while washing them. I thought the sight of that was actually pretty funny, so I joked with her about ruining my socks. Wrong thing to say. She started immediately crying, like full-on sobbing. At this point, I don't care about the socks anymore. I want to know what's wrong with my girlfriend. I sat down next to her on the bed, put my arm around her, and asked her if she was okay. She just kept saying she was sorry and she would buy me new socks. I tried assuring her again it was fine. Even went so far as to say I would buy new socks and she didn't have to. I sat with her for a few minutes trying to calm her down and eventually had to get ready for work. I told her I loved her and got my things together to leave for the day. On my way out, I grabbed the garbage to take out. When I got outside, I lifted the lid off the garbage can and noticed a small plastic bag sitting on top of the garbage already in there. (laughs) I could see through the bag, kind of the semi-see-through ones. There were socks in the bag. Since I was sure she had somehow managed to ruin the socks washing them, I wanted to see for myself. Oh, no. I opened the bag and immediately regretted my choice. There, inside the bag, were several pairs of my gym socks, covered in what looked like poop. (laughs) As soon as the smell hit me, I knew it was poop. Oh. We don't own any pets. We don't have any kids. Whose poop was on my socks? No. How? (laughs) Why? Where, when, what, who? Why? Uh, Let's see. There's an update for this post, so we should see. We need that. Work could wait. I couldn't go the rest of the day wondering why my gym socks were covered in poop and inside a plastic bag in the garage. I grabbed the bag and walked back inside. As soon as my girlfriend saw the bag, she flipped out and started yelling at me. She said I shouldn't be going through the garbage and that I was disgusting for bringing it back into the house. I asked her to calm down and that I wanted an answer as to why there were poop on my socks. I wasn't blaming her or anything, but she started accusing me of blaming her. That's when it clicked. I don't know what it was that led me to ask this, but everything leading up to this moment had just been so crazy. I asked her, is this your poop? (laughs) She started sobbing again and ran out of the house. I didn't go after her this time. So now I'm sitting on my bed with a bag of poopy socks on the floor and a lot of questions in my head. The only conclusion is that she used them after going to the bathroom, which that alone has its own set of questions above everything else. I sent her text asking her to come back. She hasn't responded yet. I don't even know what I'm going to say if she comes back. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. No. (laughs) It's really something. There are a lot of questions. Yeah. A lot of questions. A lot. And so there, like I said, there is an update. We need, we need the update. 
So just the top comment on this original post. I have no advice, but I'm hoping for an update. Literally. So on this post, there's a mini update. I had to leave for work and I'm now at work. Yes, I threw away the poopy socks. She texted me back and she's clearly embarrassed, but felt like she owed me an explanation. She said she didn't want to talk about it in person and we could discuss it over texting and to not bring it up in person. I'm condensing the conversation and filling in some gaps as best I can. Her responses are super short, but I'm getting the idea. I flat out asked her if it was a fetish. It is not a fetish. She confessed to using the socks after going to the bathroom. I found the reason she always does the laundry is because she was hiding the fact that she uses socks to wipe with, primarily her own. But you're still putting poop socks in a wash with other clothes you're trying to clean. Washer is a crazy thing. I had no reason to question the amount of socks she ever has because who pays attention to that kind of thing? She thought I would notice and think it was weird since she doesn't own many socks. She admitted she has done this for a long time. Her reasoning, as best I can understand, is that because she's a germaphobe, her word, and she is afraid toilet paper will tear and is afraid of getting her hands messy in any way. She uses socks because it covers her entire hand. After she's done with them, she throws them away. She used mine because she didn't have any other socks. She throws them all away? Why does she always do the laundry then? I don't know. Maybe she like washes them one time and then throws them away? Conflicting info. Side note, it reminds me of this one celebrity I saw a video of, and I don't remember. Buys a fresh pair of socks every day? Yes, never wears a pair of socks twice. And it's like, so what? wasteful. Anyway. So wasteful. Anyway, this is ju- like this is wasteful as shit. It <laughs> there was also it reminds me of this guy who um was outside and someone came up and they were a super big germaphobe and someone came up and touched them like in the street when they were taking out their garbage cans or something weird. I don't remember the context. Yeah. It was on like a thousand ways to die. Oh gosh. Okay. And the guy literally is such a germaphobe that he sprints back in his house and he had all these jugs of um like the liquid uh, alcohol, okay. the uh, isopropyl alcohol or whatever okay. it is. And he has gallon jugs and he fills his tub with these jugs and then goes and sits in it. And he's like, ah, like freaking out because he's covered in germs because someone touched him cannot, or sneezed on him. It was someone like sneezed on him or something. Cannot be healthy. And he died because of alcohol poisoning of how much alcohol was absorbed through his skin. But it's like, how do you... Okay, do you think, I'm just curious if she's a germaphobe all the time or if it's just regarding this one thing. Yeah, which maybe it's just a hygiene thing. It's, uh, I don't know. Because if you are. I feel like he would have noticed it in other contexts though if she truly was a germaphobe, germaphobe. Right, and if, and if it's, if it's seriously like that big of a problem, almost to the point where it's a, like almost like a medical mental issue. Yeah. Socks are not a bad solution. I will say that. They're not, but also, like, that wouldn't be my first go-to. Like, I I would buy, like, plastic gloves that are to disposable. Then, to then actually use toilet paper. Yeah. Well, I think she's still – it sounds like she just puts the sock over her hand right. to then grab toilet paper and wipe. So whatever poop is getting on there is probably just, like, accidental, like, kind of like we mentioned earlier where people wipe and accidentally get a little poop on their hand, which We're I don't human. Know, Exactly, and I don't know what it is about the public bathrooms at the beaches in California, you guys, but the number of times, the number of times I have gone into a public bathroom out here in California, 
and found a clear <laughs> handprint smear <laughs> of shit on the wall. Not once, <laughs> not once, not twice, not even three times, like four times at least. No, right. the one bathroom, I literally was like, go look, there's yep. a shit hand smear again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I made you look. Oh, well, yeah, because I, I remember you coming out and immediately being like, it happened again. And I'm like, what? What oh, happened ugh. again? <laughs> I don't know why, but like, if you get shit on your hands, maybe they got shit on their hands and there wasn't toilet paper, so they had to wipe on the wall versus like... I, well, the sinks are outside, like... Yeah. There's other factors, but... Yeah. But this wasn't even like... It wasn't even in Venice, which, like, if you have visited California, you know Venice Beach, California is, like, kind of full of goofballs. It's just, like, this weird vibe. Um, but, no, this was, like, in a nice, like, Santa Monica public bathroom, which public bathroom is public bathroom, but there's definitely different standards I will of say, public bathrooms. I will say, and I don't mean to pertain that – I don't – I'm not trying to create a gender thing here, but – I know. You've said this. Freshman year of college. You've said this many times. I – would I at my school you like couldn't be in the female dorm after a certain time? Yeah, and I knew the RA that was in charge of the security on the certain floor, and so she'd always let me in, and I'd always like stay the night, right? Yeah. So I'd use the girls' bathroom because I'm not going to use it. There's no guys' bathroom. There's no guys' bathroom. And so I saw things I have never seen in a male bathroom. <laughs> I have seen. Well, things women, I will never forget. Women have to deal with, you know, periods and tampons and pads, but no, I It was not it wasn't blood. I'll say it was not blood. I've I've been in some guys' bathrooms at bars that, you know, have been really, really disgusting, but I will admit there's sometimes I walk into women's bathrooms and I'm <laughs> like, Wow, this is a train wreck of shit all over the place. You just wonder like what happened in there. Well, and like there's times when people like you took the biggest shit of your life, probably, and you didn't flush, which maybe it didn't go down, but then I go in there and, like, I'll kick it with my foot, like, especially if it's on the option. Yeah. You kick it with your foot, like, yeah, yeah. flush it, whatever, and it goes down. So I'm like, did you literally just take the biggest poop of your life and walk out? They just want the next person to see it. They're just so proud. I'm so scared of, like, someone coming in a bathroom after me and, like, telling me it smells. So, like... I, like, always, like, turn around, like, and double check. Like, even when I pee, even when I pee, I'm like, is it gone? Are we good? Like, we good? It went down? So I just can't imagine leaving, like, Poo-pourri. a fucking... Poopery. Poopery is magical. It's best. Best Poo- stuff ever. Poopery is magical. But do not wipe with your socks. No. Oh, no. It's turning into, like, a, a weird repetitive behavior where it... Yeah, where makes, she had to extend it when she didn't have any more of hers to go to his. Yeah, it's where that I'm like it's kind of like an OCD mental illness type of thing. It definitely feels like it's kind of along those lines. Yeah. But it also makes me like think like what if your boyfriend had an athlete's foot and then you wiped with like that sock? It it almost seemed like she was only using the clean ones though. Hopefully. But regardless. There is another update. I'm not going to get into it too heavily. I'm just kind of going to spark notes version it, but I'll post it on the YouTube video. Um, So he just mentions that they've been talking, texting, as promised. He didn't bring it up in person, but he does say like they end up being back in the same house together. And he goes, I walked by her sister and went into the bedroom where my girlfriend was. She didn't say anything either. She didn't even look at me. 
If she was going to leave, I at least wanted us to have a discussion about it. Everything I had read in the comments about buying a bidet and OCD led me to believe there might be more to all of this than I considered. Again, mental illness, yep, OCD. Yep. I started a talk and she just threw down the hanger of clothes and screamed at me. You put this online? I told you not to talk about it. Her sister ran into the room and told me to just leave until they were gone. She then accused me of cheating. What? This whole thing has been crazy, and I feel like I had dealt with a lot up to this point, but man, that was when I snapped. I told her sister I'd never cheated, not once. I would never cheat on her. Enough was enough. So I told her sister the reason she was there was because earlier I'd found out my girlfriend had been going to the bathroom and wiping herself with my socks. Everything went silent. Like, no one said a word. Out of nowhere, they both start crying. Oh, no. Her sister started yelling at me and told me I shouldn't be talking about things I don't understand. When I asked her what in the world she was talking about, she just kept yelling at me and shouted back that it was normal and that I need to mind my own business. One, her sister knows about it. Two, her sister thinks it's normal. Three, I need to mind my own business. They're my socks. God, I thought you were going to say the sister does it too. (laughs) Based on her reaction... Yeah. She probably does. This is probably like um, something her parents taught her. No. It, 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 I don't want to say it's a cultural thing because I don't think any culturals do this. I think this is a behavioral thing. It's a learned thing. And maybe it is OCD and maybe like because of their families they're like this. But this sounds like the sister's reaction was very – she started sobbing. Which means she does it too. 100%. There's not a doubt in my mind. Fuck. I mean, wouldn't you be like, yeah, that's weird. What the fuck? Like, why would you do that shit? Why would you start bawling? Your- I, are you, I mean, I guess you'd just be that embarrassed and that. But why would you be embarrassed unless you did it too? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I guess if you get to a point where you're just like, that's what triggers everything. Yeah. Then you're- no, she definitely does it too. It's like learning someone's deepest, darkest, most embarrassing secret well, or something. Well, and it definitely is because that's why she was so adamant about doing the laundry. Well, and I think I think we all can relate a little bit to that feeling as if when you're just like, you've already, I guess you already know that something's kind of weird and messed up and then the someone box. calls you out on it and you're just like, you all, you're already like mentally fucked up about it enough and then you just get super, super defensive. Yeah, because it's it's not something at that point you feel like you can control. It's so outside of your control. It's it's almost ingrained in you, and mm-hmm. it's, you know it's wrong or embarrassing, but you continue – you almost have to do it. I just don't know what you do. And, like, the cheating thing, I, that's why I think it st- stems from that, that embarrassing just you don't know yeah. what to, how to react kind of response to – Flip it. You're trying to just get out of that situation. Well, and the sister probably didn't know. She was probably like, you cheated. Like, why else am I here helping my sister pack her shit up and move? Oh, yeah. So her sister was probably like, you fucking cheater. Like, get out of here, blah, blah, blah. Like, coming to her sister's defense. So then when he says that, she's like. Oh, shit. Like, loses it, too, because she's like, this is what this is all about. I do that, too. It's not weird. Oh, my God. Do you think... Do you think you can work past something like this? Yeah. I think if you told me you wiped with your socks, like, it hasn't affected me at You'd this point. You'd be pissed, though, because you're like, why are you wasting all that shit? Well, as long as you washed them. Yeah. But you're like, don't wash them with my clothes. 
No, you definitely you would definitely have to do a poop load of laundry <laughs> and then run the washing machine again with like bleach in it. Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm running my my poop load real quick. Yeah, yeah. I I definitely think you would have to have to do it like that. I don't think you could do That's true love though. Yeah. If you can if you can if you can go through something like that and be like, yeah, just run your poop load real quick and then bleach it, whatever. That's some serious shit. I think so too. Um, side note, I did find one other post and this is like, again, like so out there. I just don't know. I just don't. Listeners out there, please tell me the weirdest thing you have wiped your butt with. I'm going to post a written response thing when this episode airs. Please, please, please tell me the weirdest thing you've wiped your butt like with. Like when you're just completely, like, just completely stuck. out, completely out of resources, and you just don't know what to do. I just, I don't think it's ever happened to me. I feel like I've heard more stories about like I've had to poop in the wild and I wiped my ass with a leaf. That's once. what I was gonna say. I feel yeah. like that's that's what my mind went to. But yeah. Just in personally, the- I don't think I've. No. I oh mean- well, I guess yes. I think when. Um, and it's it's awful. I would never recommend, but it's, it's terrible. <laughs> Paper but when, towel. Yes, horrible. And they don't flush that well either. It like damages your. I know. Sewer shit. I know. But but I think it's small quantities. I the if you ever have to resort to that, only advice I can give. Get is, it a little wet first. Yes. How did I know that? Probably because so. you've done it too. No, I've used Kleenexes. I don't think I've ever had to use a paper towel, but I have like ran out of toilet paper or like your house, you and your roommate are really bad about changing the toilet I, paper. I do it. I do it a lot. Your roommate does not. The roommate that you share a bathroom with. So I literally like, you know, when you get to the end of a toilet paper roll, you guys, and there's like one little square, like still hanging on there. That's what I got left with after I had just drank my Starbucks coffee and I was sitting on the toilet, listening to TikToks, just minding my business. And I look and I'm left with one fucking square. There's not a toilet paper roll on the toilet behind me. So I like stand up without pulling my pants up, shuffle over. There's no toilet paper in like the sink cupboard where it should be. And I'm like, dear fucking Lord, do I use this washcloth or do I keep my pants down and open the door and go to the pantry outside in the kitchen? I fucking scuttled to the little pantry with my pants down, praying that no one walked in. I was so, so mad. (laughs) So I've done that, but I've never like, I think that's probably one of the most desperate situations I've had. Really? Yeah, but I mean. Yeah, Lauren should be here (laughs) for this. I'll let her tell her story eventually. Yes. Yes. But, But Lauren has a good poop story. But I'll um, we'll we'll save that because it'll it'll come up. Here's another quick one. I'm gonna leave you with my 26 male girlfriend, 25 female, has been using our clothes to wipe her ass. Another one. <laughs> so we were living together for two years. Yesterday, though, I caught her wiping her butt with our clothes. I was shocked, but when I asked why, she said it was because toilet paper could contain COVID. <laughs> I slept downstairs last night, but I don't know what to do. I slept downstairs last night. <laughs> does, she, does she have a mental illness or is it something else? You know what it reminds me of is remember when um, like COVID at first, everyone called it Corona. It was not COVID. It was Corona. Coronavirus. 
and everyone stopped drinking Corona beer because they thought that I know that's what this reminds me of. Their stock plummeted. Yeah, and it's like that's just so unfortunate to have the same name as you know. But yeah, but to believe your toilet paper has COVID, that's coming out of a fresh bag. Your clothes, like. Yeah, I remember trying to rush to the store to get toilet paper because it was like, there's not going to be any. I'll never get over that. But what's funny is, like, usually at our house, again, with Costco, we are stocked. I mean, there's like a full 50 rolls sitting there ready to go. Yeah. I have a secret stash in my closet at my house (laughs) of like 10 rolls of toilet paper. It's the best thing you can do. Oh, my god! Then no matter what happens in your house, visitors, roommates, yeah. partners, whatever, you have some toilet paper ready You're to go. Safe. The worst thing that can happen is to run out and need the paper towel or to need the clothes or the socks. Yeah, I've never used a sock. I'm not going to use a sock. I mean, my God. I, I'm sure we have some listeners, though. Like, I cannot wait to hear what other people have had to use in desperate times because I think that if I was so desperate, say, like, completely, completely... <laughs> I guess you have Optionless. to. Optionless. I think the sock would be the best bet. It's like, what shirt do I want to use to paint the wanna, house today? You know, it's like you <laughs> you, you use your throwaway shirt. <laughs> your paint shirt. Your, yeah. your, your cleaning clothes, as I like to call them. Yeah, I think the sock would probably be the best bet. I'd, I probably wouldn't use my fuzzy socks. because. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I don't want the fuzz left on my butt, but yeah, no, I think. I don't think fuzz comes off the fuzzy socks. They do. They shed a little bit. Oh. Especially when they're new. But I have limited experience. Yeah. No, we got to get you some of your own. You'll love them. But on to the next. I think this is going to be the last poop story I share. Oh, okay. Because I'm getting a little pooped out. I was just getting warmed up. Let's go. I'm getting pooped out. (laughs) Very punny. Mom. Kept pooping on the shower floor and doesn't care if others step on it or if it smears all over the shower drain. We have a fully functioning toilet in our house, of course, and we don't have a bathtub. Just a simple shower room with a drain on the floor and a shower head on the wall. I used to stand bare feet on the floor while I shower until one day I stepped on a piece of poop near the shower drain. It was really gross and we don't have any pets in the house. While I knew my mom just took a shower right before me, it was absolutely disgusting because the water flushed on it and the feces smeared and diffused all around the area. Worse than it sounds. So I asked and she said she recently discovered that it's warmer and easier to squat on the floor and poop 
with the hot water flushing through your body. I told her to please not do it because it was disgusting. She yelled back, I'd know how good it feels if I try to, and that I could just wear slippers instead of going barefoot. No. (laughs) Yeah. Slippers. Crocs. shower, (laughs) Shower shoes. I actually used Crocs as my college shower shoes, and they were immaculate. Oh, yeah. That's necessary. Yeah. Fine. I started wearing slippers in the shower. Until one day, I stepped on it again, and it smashed all over the bottom of my slippers. I'd leave it there, but I couldn't stand the idea of brown, smelly footprints all over the floor. I'd probably be the one to clean it anyways. So I had to wash her feces out of my slippers. It smelled like shit. Literally. I was outraged and asked her why she couldn't just use the damn toilet. She responded because it's too cold and she has a weak immune system. If she catches a cold, she'll hold me responsible (laughs) for it. It's too cold? Till the point I was so pissed, so I said, Yeah, hold me responsible, whatever, I don't care. Please stop shitting on the floor. It gets all over the sewer too, and the bathroom gets flooded a little with brown, stinky water. It's worse than it sounds. She then told me to go shower in the gym and mind my own business. Really, though? I either can't shower in my own house or have to be on lookout for the literal shit on the shower floor every time I walk in. Am I in the wrong? Uh, no. <laughs> the shower, okay, for me, because I'm not a water sign, but anytime we go to the beach, I, I like, you know, I'm in the water. You're, you're I'm not fun to go to the beach with. I'm in the water the entire time. Yeah, to the point where I think he's drowning and I'm terrified. <laughs> Just like that, I love showering. I think showering is one of my favorite parts of the day. Same. I it just there's something about warm water just standing there. It's so relaxing. It's very it's like therapeutic it in is. a sense. It is. But always the shower is like so clean to me all the time. It just feels like a clean space where you can go in super smelly, dirty, sweaty, whatever and like Everything is just neutralized and just so nice in the shower. I love showering. So it is my absolute. I think you got got a solid point there. It is my absolute nightmare to have a poopy, gross shower that ruins the entire thing. I just don't. I, I have no words for this. But imagine, I feel like maybe you can relate to this because we both had very large dogs growing up. Yes. You're running around as a young kid in your yard. And you step in dog shit barefoot. Has this ever happened to you? I've stepped in horse shit barefoot. Okay. So I've really and horse shit is like it's a mountain of turds. Yes. But you yeah. know that feeling, right? It's disgu- dog shit is worse than horse shit though. I will admit. Yeah, it is. Dog shit reeks. That's one thing I'm scared about getting a dog because I don't want to clean up the shit. Horse it's poop so almost scary. isn't even like poop. It's just like grass. Yeah. I'm gonna be really gross. I'm gonna be honest. Like I would, when I was little, I would run around barefoot on my farm all the time. So I would just like run through the horse pasture and like, I was really gross. Like I, I, st- I probably stepped in a lot of shit. I don't know if that's that gross though. Cause it's like, you're running around, you're stepping in mud, grass, whatever. It, it, the mud became the shit. The shit was the mud. It just, right. it you're, was all one. You're expecting to clean your feet when <laughs> you go so inside. I'm so gross. <laughs> I don't think so though. I mean, it's just like, Fuck. it's almost easier and more fun just to Be not kid. think yeah, about it around. and just go for yeah. it. but. Yeah, yeah. The I I can like vividly remember the feeling of stepping in it and what it feels like. I cannot imagine stepping into a shower and being like, "Oh, yeah, mom just showered before me." 
and she must have just pooped on the floor. If you're super young, that's one thing. But if you're not, that's that's like your time to move out. Yeah. Time to <laughs> you can shower at the gym or just like figure no. No. That's like almost like child protective services type shit. That's CPS, messed yeah. up. Uh it definitely sounds like you know some sort of mental illness. Um the top comment actually goes that is beyond disgusting. It's a health hazard. Is your mother mentally ill? And OP actually responds and she goes, she's always been very selfish and quite scary sometimes. Not the best person to mess with, but she's not been diagnosed with or showing signs of a legit mental illness. I think the selfish part of her really is doing a number here, though. I don't know. I just don't even know how that starts happening in the first place. Waffle stomping, which... We've talked about this because one of our original stories was the guy shitting in the shower. and Classic. They call it waffle stomping. I think there's obviously more people that waffle stomp. I had a f- an old friend that actually used to work in a gym. And your dad works, you know, for a gym company. And maybe this is a thing because she said it was a thing in her gym. She literally said the amount of times I had to go clean showers from people shitting in the showers at my gym gym showers are so so dirty you guys and maybe i just unlocked a new fear for you but like she would say like the amount of times people would waffle stomp in those showers and so i get it if you're gonna be a waffle stomper and you want to waffle stomp in your home bathroom waffle stomp away but make sure yeah but make sure all your shit goes down the drain like there should not be shit especially full-blown logs still chilling in the shower think about what happened in london like back in the middle ages when they didn't use plumbing oh gosh this is where plagues start like it's not safe it's not healthy it's not that's just messed up i've been in the shower before where it's like oh my god i have to go I have to go right now. I know, because that's the worst feeling too, because then you get out and you're wet and then you slip on the toilet seat. You're just like a slippery little person oh, it's on terrible. the toilet seat. It's terrible. But and then wiping after your body's wet so the toilet paper gets like It's terrible. Fucked. The whole situation is horrible, <laughs> but there's never been a moment ever that I've been like, mm, I'm just going to go right here in the shower. No. I'm no. always going to get out. No. Always. I have I have stomach issues. You have stomach issues. I never know what is going to come out of me. I just like, I just don't know. Don't know. I'm, I'm not taking, I just would not, I'm not a waffle stomper. I am not. No. So this is get out as soon as you possibly can. Yeah. This is just the bad. Yeah. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. <sighs> don't shit in the shower, you guys. And if you do. Don't invite us over. <laughs> Don't, yeah, don't invite us over. Or like maybe buy some soft scrub and soft scrub after each time you shower because you got to get rid of that fucking feces. Next up, body hair. Let's go. Am I the asshole for shaving slash manscaping in the shower? He gives like a little information. He's a male, 27, warns people not safe for work due to the nature of this content. So we, the men in the family have been asked not to shave in the sink or shower because the hairs might block the drain because of the length of them. However, it has never been an issue before, and I've shaved in the sink with no problems. 
I have followed that request to the best of my ability. However, due to the lack of care that my below-the-belt hair has gone rather untamed, and it was causing problems due to it trapping sweat in unpleasant places, and there was sometimes spots and overall needed to be taken care of. The shower is the only real practical place for me to groom, as to reach some places as the bath is too small and it can't be done standing. I'm just envisioning someone like on the floor, like legs spread eagle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, like, just like put your leg on the wall. Like the positions we gals have to get in sometimes to shave is. Yeah, you need like a, a, a footstool. I like know. A, and that's what I need for your yeah. shower. One of the wall suction footstools. So in our very rare day of being home alone, I decide to manscape in the shower periodically i washed cut hairs down the drain lifting the drain cap so it doesn't get caught on the cap and when i don't i wash down the shower floor in order to wash any stray hairs i missed cut to today me and my brother were washing up and my mom comes in with pictures on her phone showing the drain cap mattered with hair and telling us again not to shave in the shower from the pictures it looked like far too much hair to come from me manscaping alone I did mention at the time maybe the hair was just build up for people using the shower and in between manscaping and now, I had a haircut after not having one for several months, so it could have been a build up. It was not the right time to say that I did manscape in the shower and it would be embarrassing to explain myself and talk about my pubic hair and ass hair in front of my younger brother and mother. Overall, I feel that I'm not an asshole for manscaping in the shower, but I am an asshole because I was asked not to and did anyways. But... On the other hand, it was necessary because it was causing me discomfort and it was the only place I could do it. If I do need to do it again, as in future, I will certainly be more vigilant about the hairs, but hopefully it doesn't get to that point as I am planning to take steps so it doesn't get to that point in the future. (laughs) Edit number one, me shaving did not cause any blockages or issues with the drain or plumbing. Edit number two, I was also shaving ass hair between the cheeks, which Due to the position, I cannot really cut them with scissors beforehand and catch them. Which I didn't know that was a thing. People's assholes get that bushy, that where you could like actually grab the hair with scissors. That's a new concept. Wow. This is really interesting. I feel like I could. I'm going to have to check that out. Let's go. No, but this is funny because this just came up in a comedy skit we watched. And I actually posted it on like my personal story. So if you follow me on there, you have seen it. But it's... Daniel Stoss, I believe. Um, Sloss. Stoss. Sloss. Stoss. Sauce. Something. Daniel Sloss is his name. Um, but he's got an amazing comedy show on Netflix right now. And he has this one little part in his skit where he talks about shaving your asshole. And he's like, people who don't shave their asshole, what are you doing? Basically, he equivalented like, if you don't shave your asshole, you're disgusting. And you should. Because if you got poop in your hair... You wouldn't just wipe your head with toilet paper and call it good. Right. That'd be disgusting. So, and he gave another analogy too where he's like, say you got peanut butter on the carpet. You wouldn't just use like a little paper towel and rub the peanut butter up. You're never going to get rid of that peanut butter in the carpet. Some of of it's always going to smell like peanut butter. So he's like, shave your asshole, people. Fucking hilarious. Watch it. Back to the, the pubes, asshole, hair boy. I don't know where, like, I'm going to be honest, and I'm not super big on body hair. This is just, like, my personal preference. 
So I, I feel like I only shave in the shower. I've never really had hair long enough to have it not be shower safe, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, the the thing that I have to do most is kind of trim the, the beard yeah. area. And there's no place to do it except for some, uh, I think once I was up at your farm and I did it with a mirror outside and that was just really easy. Oh my gosh. It plugged in outside, but yeah, like using an electric plug-in, I use like a, a plug-in razor and um, the only place to do it is like on a vanity with a sink. and Which fucking sucks if you live with a guy that is messy and I'm doesn't. Good you're good. I'm really good. But like my little brother, when I go home in Minnesota, I'm meticulous. Wipe that shit up. I'm meticulous because I don't want to. I don't want to go to the bathroom filled with hair. But the other thing I do is I don't wash it down the drain. You throw it as away. soon as I'm done. It's either paper towel, toilet paper, whatever. Get it wet, and then you like Wipe clean it, it all up. And maybe a little bit goes down the drain, sure, but it's not enough to cause yeah. a problem. I just, there's, what are you going to do? Go out in the yard and like trim up real quick with your pants down? Well, and like, so when I creeped on Manscaped, like on their website, you know, when they approached us for this collaboration, they actually sell a shaving mat. So I think like some people do just put a leg up on the sink and shave their pubes and stuff like outside of the shower. Because obviously why sell a shaving mat if that's not a common thing for people to do? So I guess for me, like, I never let my hair get that long. Like, the longest my hair has ever been was recently because I was, like, growing it out to try sugaring, which did not fucking work, you guys. Don't sugar. It was so bad. I wish I would have seen this. It just was so – it was so bad. It was so painful. And, like, I burnt myself on the sugar. The sugar is so hot. I made my fucking counter a mess trying to let the sugar cool on the counter and it was sticky for three days. I then got some stuck on there. (laughs) It was a mess. I immediately the next day called European Wax Center and I was like, this is an emergency. Do Do you have any openings? Like my boyfriend's coming back and I'm hairy as fuck. And I didn't want to shave again after like all that hard work of growing it out. So... I just don't know. I've never had my body hair be this long, but I think that's like a generational thing because like my mom, like we've talked about shaving and my, my mom is very old school. Power to her. Yeah. So, and everyone has their own body hair preferences. So teach their own. But um, back to this poor guy. God, we're really like, am I the asshole for shaving manscaping in the shower? I don't think so. I, and that's why none of this has been irrelevant. I mean, I feel like it's, that's the place to kind of do it. And when yeah. the drain gets clogged, you deal with the clog. I buy think. some There's Drano. Just, yeah. A, a plunger. I think, though, you can buy like additional caps and like filters too if yeah. you think that's going to be an issue. But well, you could do the same thing I do with the sink. Yeah. You could just literally do it in the shower, sure. And, and then wipe it up. Yeah. That's smart. Because then it's like contained in a space. Yeah, if that's really good. I think there's other methods maybe to Make sure either, you're tidy. Yeah, and make sure that there is nothing left. But there's also so much hair in the drain, especially if you live with girls. I know, we shed a lot. That just builds up. Like yesterday I was yeah. in the shower here and I was like, why is it not draining? And I rub my foot over the drain and this patch of hair comes up out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, and I'm not grossed out by it. 
No. But it was just like, it's inconvenient. okay, cool. The drain actually isn't clogged. It was just a bunch of stuff on top of the drain. So it's all good. Yeah. My hair, I, I shedded bad shed. I shed, I shed bad prior to getting COVID, but after having COVID, like my hair fell out almost It's crazy. as if I had chemo and it, it still is thinning. It's crazy. It's still thinning. Mm-mm. So if anyone has any hair recommendations for me to like grow hair. Biotin. I've tried biotin. It it takes a long time to kick in. I need, I don't know, I need fucking scalp stimulation or something. But Oh, the, you still look beautiful. You little cutie. <laughs> you make me cry. Um, the overall vote on this was everyone sucks. And the top comment says, everyone sucks. It's not a dick move to manscape in the shower. I honestly don't know where else you could safely do it. But mowing the lawn without a strainer is a dick move. They sell rubber strainers you can safely put over the drain cover. Deforest your public park and throw the captured man fuzz in the trash can. (laughs) If you feel insecure, wrap your clippings in toilet paper and no one will be the wiser. Yep, exactly. Okay, on to the next one. We just, we can't get away from the poop. I don't know why. But you said we were done with the poop for the day. Apparently we're not. I read the first line and we're not. So, <laughs> <laughs> so up next, I'm 28 female, repulsed by my husband, 36 male. I fold the laundry and I've recently noticed an uptick in skid-marked boxers. One pair I could let go. Everyone has had more trust in a fart than it deserved at least once, but it's becoming a weekly thing. He's also put on quite a bit of weight since marriage, and I realize that's incredibly shallow of me to say. He has always been a bigger guy, but he has increased his mass by 33% and is now edging dangerously close to 400-pound territory. I've told him that his hygiene is slipping a bit. You need to brush your teeth in the morning and scrub your butt with a washcloth. I shouldn't smell any musty ass or cheese when I get down there. He thinks I'm trying to be funny and just joking around. I don't know how to be more blunt. The sheets on the bed look like I snuggle up with a KFC chicken thigh. No amount of bleaching or soaking in Dawn can get the greasy feeling out of half of our bed linens. Oh, jeez. That's really tough. He got a gaming laptop a while back, and in a typical day, he says three words to me and acts annoyed if he has to take off his headphones to hear me. He's transforming into the South Park wow guy before my eyes, and I don't know what to do. I want a loving, intimate marriage, but the thought of him touching me makes me want to shower because I know any spit coming from that three-day unbrushed mouth, the scent is going to linger on me until I use the soap and water. That, and he's 6'4", 400 pounds. I know them three-minute showers are not long enough to clean sufficiently it seems to me like it's a case of uh like runaway laziness you almost wonder if there's some depression going on though too like kind of a combo depression is a real bitch i mean but it just seems like kind of like when you get you know when you get sick with a cold and you start feeling sick and the things that you'd usually care about like oh i'm gonna I'm going to clean this up or I'm going to do this before I go to bed or whatever. Fuck it. You just don't care. Fuck it all. <laughs> I feel like it's that, but extend. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply to being a permanent thing well yeah to where you fall to all of these things well even me sometimes like i like this week when you were gone i was just like embarrassingly gross like i don't think i changed one of my shirts for three days because i was just like i'm not going anywhere all i'm doing is like editing and you know working on stuff here so and obviously like i shower every night but I just like would put on the same shirt, which is so gross. Like, <laughs> what mean, am I doing? But I wasn't doing anything. So I'm like, this shirt's probably not that gross because I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I don't know. But I get where you can like fall into these patterns of and like not really do anything. You just kind of are on your routine. And like maybe the gaming laptop is really like sucked them in. It's a new hobby. It's a new thing. You're totally enveloped. Can be dangerous. Yeah. Can be very dangerous. Yeah. So he's like totally into it right away. But the fact that like the weight gain, especially that much is concerning just health wise. And so I think that's like something you need to like really bring up an approach to him. For sure. And then seeing skid marks, like also every time I like borrow a pair of your boxers to sleep for like bedtime when I'm over there, I'm just like, I kind of like peeking them like no skid marks. Oh, like, you're not finding anything. I know. Also, you're if pretty good. I'm not giving you dirty boxers. I know, I know, but I still peek. But there's a difference between boxers and boxer briefs. But like the Calvin, they're Calvin looking things. Okay, because those are like those like, kind of slip up your snug. butt sometimes. They're yeah. snug, you know. Yeah, they slip up. The there. boxers should never have a skid mark. No, those are those so those just loose. hang far away. Then, then you got some issues. But yeah, I she fe- says boxer briefs. In okay, this. okay. I yeah. just feel like and those are tight. They can ride up. I feel like the skid marks was a great. It's almost like a clickbait kind of thing. But I feel like the skid marks are the least of the problems here. Yeah, I think. I think the KFC chicken thigh soaked sheets are... You don't feel comfortable in your own bed? You just feel gross, kind of? Well, and the thing is, like, obviously we use coconut oil. I talk about it all the time. And coconut oil is notorious for ruining sheets because the oil... Oils just don't... They don't wash away. They soak into your fabrics and whatever. So I'm just envisioning, like, her sheets where it's like, if his body oil is that bad to where... It looks like she's sleeping next to a KFC chicken thigh. You just know his hygiene. Because you could only sweat so much overnight. So then it's like, ah, uh, I just yeah, don't. it's really, it's it's really bad. It's I, really bad. And I feel like. And I'm not, I'm really not trying to fat shame or make anyone feel bad. There's obviously people that don't correlate with the BMI chart. And the BMI body mass index chart is so outdated. It's not accurate of health, you know, whatever. But. There comes to a point and a certain weight that it's clearly not healthy. So I'm not yes. trying to fat shame or anything like yep. that. But yep. I just think like 
his laziness and everything is kind of catching up with him. And the fact, like, he didn't brush his teeth for three days. Yes. I. Yeah. It's, it's not just the weight. No, it's nothing to do with the weight. I think the weight is almost a, um, um, like, a byproduct of this. Yeah. It's a, the lack of care. It's like a health. side effect of a bigger mental. It's more of, like, the life choices and the patterns that are happening that have been fallen into. That is the concerning thing. And that's where, I mean, I, any of these stories that are relationship-based, I try to put myself in that situation. And I think if this happened to me, I feel like the only thing you can do, because it's at the end of the day, you're not going to change people. No, you can't. Is you sit down and you have a serious conversation where you really get into it. Not where it blows up into, like maybe it blows up into a fight or whatever, but you really just have the conversation that could then just lead to, you're not going to live miserably the rest of your life. And then maybe you're just better off without this whole situation. But I think all you can do is go forward and have that deep down conversation. You do. I can't. Well, and she said like she's addressed it and he thinks, you know, she's joking, but it's like, sit him down and say, I'm 100% serious Mm -hmm. this has gone too far enough is enough we really need to talk about your hygiene yeah this isn't okay yep top comment says tough love no kissing no sex no intimacy if you can't be honest with your spouse who can you tell him very clear and direct that his hygiene is disgusting and you are taking a break from intimacy until he gets a better routine you shouldn't be made to suffer through the smells and crusty poo and grease So OP comments back and goes, that would work in theory, but the video games take up a bulk of his time. He's too busy to be intimate with me these days. I feel like a troll that lives on the front porch and only scurries out to cook and do the laundry. I wouldn't do shit. I wouldn't cook for him. I wouldn't do laundry. If your video games are more important to you than a real life with me, enjoy your video games and you figure out how the fuck you're going to fend for yourself. Yeah, I feel like... Almost holding the intimacy thing uh, over someone's head yes. is like you're making the problem worse. That's like what I was going to say. You're only going to feed the fire. I also like I'm, I was going to say like I don't think that's the best tactic. I just think like if you have to withhold something that is a core dynamic in relationships, especially a marriage, like that's kind of a pillar like intimacy and – it shouldn't be the carrot that's dangled in front of you yeah. in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. That's a mutual thing. That's exactly. Not, it's not something that one or the other is letting the other person do. It's yeah, it's both. It's yeah. both, you know, parties consenting and enjoying it. Yes. And it's like if you have to withhold sex and intimacy, you're hurting yourself as well. And if you have to do that to get your partner to change – are you with the right partner? Right. And I feel like that just leads to almost more mil- like manipulative behaviors. Yeah. And it's manipulation. And you, then you're just, you're creating a, a, a worse situation overall by yeah. doing those things. Well, and there's like tough love. Like I get that. Tough love. Everyone needs a swift kick in the ass every once in a while. I do, at least. I'm not sure about everyone else, but I think a lot do. And so- I get like there's tough love and like, oh, you know, you're not getting this until you start cleaning up your act. But 
That like, feels like parents grounding someone, you know? It seems childish. And yeah. if your husband can't take a shower and wash his asshole and his armpits and clean up after himself and, you know, I just don't, I don't know. Like you're not, you shouldn't have to raise a child that is supposed to be your husband. Yeah, perfect. That's perfectly said. And it's like, if he wasn't like this before you married him or even after you married him right away, like what has changed? Is it mental health? Is it the video games? Like, It just feels like a, a snowball effect almost, like a <sighs> runaway situation. It and is. It really, it really does feel like that. Well, and one of the things I really respect about you, if you don't like something or something is bothering you, you just call it out. <laughs> and know. you... You have a conversation. You bring it to the forefront. You're not one to let things have that snowball effect and get worse. I just fixate on them in my head, and I can't handle it. So I always like word vomit it out. I I I have to address it. I also think that's really healthy too. I think there's something to be said about being upfront, being very blunt and honest, especially within your relationship, because it just sometimes. The other person also can be oblivious, especially if you've let yeah. it build up and become such an issue. You just don't know. And but then by that point, it's almost too far gone. Then even when you be when you are blunt and give an ultimatum, then they're like, "Oh, they're hi, so are you joking?" Ways. Which is this guy? Right. He thinks he's joking. Right. Yeah. I just can't imagine dealing with this and not having intimacy because it's just not like I'm a very. Like my love languages are gift giving and like affection. And so for me, I'm just like, the this story is living my nightmare. Yeah, I feel like sometimes if I, and I don't feel like it happens often, but if I get to a point where I can smell myself, I get very uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I need a shower right now. I know. And I'm not putting that shirt back on. That shirt's going into the wash. Immediately. Um, so I think it's, I think we're, you know, a good fit. <laughs> I have one more story that kind of relates to this. Boyfriend has bad hygiene in private parts. I, 28 female, have been dating my boyfriend, 30 male, for almost a year. Sometimes when he poops, he doesn't wipe properly, and it has resulted in me seeing poop stains on his boxers or the side of the bed he sleeps on when he stays over. This man... We're back at it. ...has literally not wiped his butt... So when he drags his ass off the side of her bed, he leaves a skid mark. Boxers is one thing. Briefs, thongs, thongs go up our assholes. I get it if you didn't wipe enough. And it, thongs I've can- I've always wondered that, by the way. If you have an aggressive coffee, sometimes nothing's going to save that thong. They're going up there. They are rubbing and chafing up your butthole. Maybe I'm not wearing them right, but that's my experience. <laughs> so yes, you know, I can relate. I've we've all been there, but there's a difference. You know, I'm not even gonna go there. I was oh gonna, no! I was gonna say like there's a difference between discharge though, and then like skid marks. So just guys out there, like discharge is different than skid marks, and discharge is totally normal. Women's underwear are not supposed to be clean at the end of the day or like don't be scared if they're not clean at the end of the day. No, and I guess don't is what I'm and saying. don't like uh expect things out of other people that 
you know happened to you as well. Like, yeah, like it's, it's, we're all human. Don't be unrealistic. We've all had our skin marks, our fair share of skin marks. We all know that girls do in fact poop. No, we poop flowers. <laughs> no, I hate I hate that saying. I That's think so like dumb. it's just weird. Like, of course, girls shit. Like, if you can't handle a woman shitting, like, are you mature enough to even date a woman? Let's let's be real. So, I get the skid marks in the underwear, but having so much shit when you drag yourself off the bed, a skid mark stays. And this is something I'm scared about during Shark Week. Actually, like when during Shark Week, like. The other week I like got out of the shower and I'm notorious. Like I'll get out of the shower, I'll have my towel wrapped around me and I'm just fucking lazy. I just showered, I washed my hair, did all this shit. I just want to lay down on my bed. I know, you always do that. I just love (laughs) laying down on my bed right after. So I'm notorious for doing that. But then during Shark Week, I did it the other, like a couple weeks ago and I like sat up and my towel wasn't directly under me and my, like I was bare ass on the bed, whatever. And I like slid out and I was like... Oh my God, it's shark week. I swear to God, if I just like fucking red marked my bed. I know you get so sad. I'm going to be pissed. So like I get, I get the concept, but I'm like to do it with a shit stain. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole different, it's a different ball game. It's a different ball game. This whole episode, holy shit on the TMI. Everyone is going to be like, Morgan, I did not need to know this. Yeah, I thought, about we, were, you. I thought we were getting into body hair, you know, not <laughs> basic hygiene, baby, and all that it That's entails. Right. <laughs> all that it entails. So back to this poor friend. I have had numerous conversations with him about this. I even got him wet wipes and told him he has to use the wet wipes and then use toilet paper to thoroughly cleanse after he poops. Which I feel like that order is should be reversed. Toilet mm-hmm. paper, toilet paper, into the toilet, and then wet wipe. I think that's the proper order, to be honest. I'm pretty frustrated because he is a good boyfriend, but I've always been a neat slash cleaning freak, and this situation is driving me nuts. Any advice on how I can bring this bad hygiene habits up in conversation without making him feel bad? It would be greatly appreciated. And this, again, is where I respect you because you would be like, <laughs> Clean what your the fucking fuck? asshole. Yeah, you would just be like, dude, this is, this is fucked up. Like, fix this. Please learn how to wipe your ass. Like, she did a really nice thing and went out of her way and bought him wipes. She's really going for it, yeah. She's a great girlfriend. A great girlfriend trying to educate him. Wipes. Toilet paper, going out of her way to be like, hey, I care about your hygiene. Here's the wipes. Let's fix this. And that's even a hard step in in itself. That is really tough. Right. Like if if we flip it, because I know you would call me out on shit right away. Oh, which and it needs to be fair. You got to be able to dish. If you can dish it, then you should be able to take it. Right. Not everyone can. Right. But I sometimes can't. Case in point, I think if this happened at my house and I noticed that, yeah, if it happened one time, there's no way in hell you would ever know I knew. I, it would be, I would take care of it. I would never say a word to you because I know how you would feel. I'd feel so bad. Well, it's, it's the same reason you've never farted in front of me. I know how you would feel in that situation. Yeah. 
And I would just never. But if it became a repetitive thing. It's a problem. But for me to then bring it up and then uh, the wet wipes and all the steps she's taken, yeah. it would be a very hard thing to do. Yeah. So I respect the fact that she's done it because that takes a lot. That, a lot. But that also shows how serious she is about it and how much she wants to. That's why she's writing this to say, how can I do this? What's the yeah. best way? And I respect that. It's so difficult because it you is. don't know what the reaction is going to be. But also, I'm kind of confused why she's like, how do I address this? Because she already has almost. You, yeah. And if you're comfortable enough to be like, hey, babe, you clearly need wet wipes, <laughs> toilet paper, wet wipes. Let's do it. Wipe your ass. We can't have skid marks to my bed. Like, she's kind of already addressing this. So I'm like, how are you then uncomfortable to address it one step further? Like, where, like, yeah. But I guess she's probably at this point where it's like, I went out of my way to buy the wipes and I'm still seeing skid marks. So how do I fix it? And it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I guess like at what point do you go in there and like wipe his ass for him? Like, what if he truly doesn't know how? Or, or what if it's his asshole hair? That is preventing That's him what from. I was gonna say. <laughs> what if it's the asshole hair? What and if he's got the a lawnmower 4.0? Yeah. What if he's got a butt bush that is literally keeping his butt from getting clean? Those butt bushes. I'm getting self conscious. You know, the comedy special had a very <laughs> educational points today. Yeah, well, I think even if you have a butt bush, if you're taking care of yourself, if you're cleaning, if you're doing regular, normal, not so basic hygiene things, you're not going to leave skid marks on the bed. Yeah. You're not going to leave skid marks on the bed. That's an aggressive, like, I'm I'm staring towards the camera right now if you're watching this on YouTube. I'm like staring beneath the camera because this, is, <laughs> this studio is like in my room and I'm looking at my bed and I'm just envisioning someone like sliding their butt, like... My butt cheeks, like I have, like I got a. a It'd bigger, basically be me. Well, you got some juice now on your butt, though. Like you got some plump. So, I'm just envisioning me, like my asshole doesn't get that close to the bed because there's so much cushion. Like yeah, but think about me, like when you first met me. But you still had cushion then. I just can't picture someone's taint sliding <laughs> on the butt on the bed. <laughs> I'm just I'm really struggling with this, but <laughs> like the boxes I get, but the bed. <sighs> uh, yeah, I mean, it must be, they must be sleeping naked, right? Yeah. So top comment, she left off being like, I need advice. How do I do this? Yeah. So the top comment is a quote and it goes, if you can't clean your ass properly, I will not be able to sleep in the same bed or have sexual relations with you. It is unhealthy for both of us. And this mm -hmm. needs to change now. You're 30 years old and need to figure this out. Yeah. Also, I didn't realize he was so old. Like, I know I, I mentioned it already, obviously, but, like, if you're 30 and can't wipe your ass. If you're calling that old, I'm starting to feel really old. No, I mean, it's not old. 30, 30 is not old. It's old in res with respect to this issue. Exactly. That is what I mean. And another comma goes, after numerous conversations, I can't even begin to imagine how mortified I'd be. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's going to start impacting the relationship then. 
you're going to start falling out of love because you're constantly dealing with this bullshit at the age of 30. And as again, we're kind of back to this this topic of they've been dating for almost a year. I've always heard the saying nine months. Nine months you fully kind of get the full gist of everyone and who your partner is. So I'm like, okay, a year, are you going to keep forcing a relationship that isn't up to your standard to work? Again, it's this literally this Daniel Sloss puzzle piece jigsaw yep. thing yep. where he's like, we try to force these other people to fit into our puzzles and be be our, you know, fit in our jigsaw and we expect them to change and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's just my, he just might be Skidmark boy. And you're only a year in, like just sometimes you just got to cut your losses. And I think like, I am very quick on the podcast, especially to like, why, why are you together? Right. Like cut your losses. But think about it when you're in it. It's and so different when you're in it. It's different when you're in it. And I completely agree. Like I've, I've been the person that hangs on to relationships, even though they're not healthy for me. And looking back now, I'm like, dear Lord, why right. think did about, I do Think that? about what you would have said to yourself back then. It would have literally shaken myself and been- Like, why are you doing all this? Why are you spending all this time? Why are you going above heartache. and beyond? When almost you knew that there was bigger things at play. There were bigger issues. Hindsight 2020. Hindsight is always 2020. And you look at things like, yeah, okay, this is a, this is like a somewhat small thing, like He's only leaving skid marks on the bed. Like, it's somewhat small if if the like the rest of the relationship was good. But think about it all the time for life. Like, if you if you look at relationships and dating, like there's a lot of things that people are like, oh, you, you know, date to marry. And I I do see the point of that. I think I think you can have you know these relationships and date for fun. I think that's great. Find out who you are. Find out what you like in a partner. Find out who is a good match for you. I do think it's good to date around. For sure. But when you get to this age, he's 30. And if he's still leaving skid marks on the bed or in his boxers, that's probably a thing, especially after the wipes. Like, Probably not using the wipes. It's probably another one of those situations where it's just, yes, you go through a butterfly phase. You're insanely obsessed with each other. You're doing all this stuff. You're just like super sexual everything. And yes, butterfly phase will fade. I've never it, heard butterfly phase. It's just like where you have all the butterflies and it's so new and oh, fresh. Oh, that's cute. And, I've never um, heard that. I've heard honeymoon. So that this is a new, this kind of, is, yeah. Kind of like that. So yeah. there, there's always a sense, I think there's always a sense of attraction. And this really starts to have a detrimental effect on that. Mm-hmm. And yes, maybe your partner obviously is not always going to be the the best body, the most beautiful, whatever. Okay, but we all have I our think, phases. I think over time you get you're you're attracted to the human. That's yes. not necessarily their body, and you're attracted to everything that they are. But still, their appearance and their body and their hygiene is a big. It's still a part of that. It is, and so if hygiene especially, if something is bothering you, like shit stains on your sheets. That is going to build up over time and you're going to lose attraction. It's going to start affecting how you actually feel about them. 100%. And so if they don't change, the only option you have is to get yourself out of a situation that's bothering you that much. As unfortunate as that is and how hard that is to see it from the inside, Yeah. what are you going to do? If it's bothering you enough and you're, you're 
trying to make efforts to to change it. And then you reach out to Reddit because it's not changing. Yeah. What else can you do? It's sad, but. It is. And I'm just going to keep plugging the Daniel Sloss comedy special because I think it's, it's one of those things like you've addressed it. You've really tried. You bought him wipes. And at what point, like, at what point do you keep forcing a person to change to fit into your narrative? He always keeps saying is just there's seven and a half billion people. But the thing I also love about what he said is if you have true love and you really make each other happy and it is that situation, I'm not like that's not he's not proud to break those people up. He very much encourages and respects the fact that you found that. He loves love. But he almost says like he's jealous in a sense because he hasn't found that for himself. Yeah. So he applauds that that exists and that some people have that. But if there's something that it's that that it's not all there. And this is what I think his his whole sketch like highlights. Yeah. If there is a flaw, if there's something that's bothering you, you can't keep trying to pretend and make that like that's your end all and pretend that you have this perfect relationship on the outside, but on the inside there's so many problems. Yeah. That's social you media. Need, That's like what we do to ourselves. Well, and I've I've heard it from a lot of people. Life is just too short. Life is too short to I be stuck. I preach it constantly. It's too short to be stuck in a situation that constantly makes you unhappy or bothers you. It really is. And I don't want to get preachy, but I I think I from a lot of people I've res- like have a lot of respect for that say life is too short and if you need to make a change, you make the change. This seems like a situation where if it doesn't change and it bothers you, you got to make a change. People are always like, am I vain or am I immature for breaking up with someone over this issue? It's so small. It's so minuscule. Like this wouldn't bother anyone else, but it bothers you. Yeah. And if it starts to wear you down as a person. It affects you. Yep. So make a change. Like don't deal with shit stains on your bed. I do have um, another comment from this thread that I really liked. My guy's over here leaving skid stains on his girl's bed, and I'm embarrassed to have my partner hear me pooping. Hey. Same. <laughs> That's why I play the TikToks real loud when I'm in the, when I'm in the bathroom. Turn on the sink. <laughs> Turn on the sink. Yeah. But don't waste water. <laughs> it's a fine line. <laughs> so up next, would I be the asshole... For asking my girlfriend to shave her cha-cha. Cha-cha. Real smooth. (laughs) Yeah. Cha-cha, real smooth. Which maybe is why he called it that. I don't think I've ever heard that. So here we go. Eight months ago, I started dating this lovely, lovely girl. And we've been going super strong since. We've been on vacation and met each other's parents and are genuinely just very happy in each other's presence. The only problem on my side of the relationship is that she doesn't shave or groom her down under region. She actually doesn't shave at all, which I'm cool with, but for whatever reason, pubic hair turns me off. I don't want her to think that I'm not sexually attracted to her, but I would just be more so if she did shave. I guess for context, I manscape every two to three weeks, so my George W. is under control. (laughs) Why? 
Does it sound like it's a news reporter trying to be super funny, vague, and also what the fuck is George W? <laughs> I've never heard a guy call his dick a George W. <laughs> Since when? <laughs> so he goes on to say, and I wouldn't be asking her to do anything I don't do. And I also think just simple maintenance would probably do it for me. I don't want to offend her, and maybe she has a reason for it. She's definitely a bit of a hipster, so I would say that it kind of fits her aesthetic. So I guess, is there a way for me to ask her such a personal question without coming off as an asshole? If I think about myself in this situation, I can feel how it would be a sensitive subject to approach. It is. It definitely is. Body hair choices are very personal to the person, so asking them, like, Hey, I don't like your body hair. Can you shave it for me? Yeah. It's so a I, very it's an aggressive topic to bring up. Well, and I would be curious about ways to bring it up that might be a little more sensitive to the situation. But how do you tell someone, hey, I'm not really attracted to this and I know that this might be something you prefer? It's yeah. just a it's it's a it's a weird subject. Well, and I think the way to bring it up too is just you know, there's a lot of reasons for not shaving. I think ingrown hairs are one of them. Like for me, I just got waxed because I get really bad ingrown hairs whenever I shave. And I think a lot of women there's a there's also like a tip where if you get really bad ingrown hairs, but you just want to like trim up everything, you shave in the direction the hair grows. Yes, but so you're not shaving against it, going like super low in the follicle. You shave in the direction it grows, so that helps. But maybe that doesn't for her. So there's there's so many reasons she could choose to not shave. I think the easiest way is just be like, hey, I have this personal preference. I'm I'm kind of realizing this now that we're getting more serious. I prefer more trimmed. Um, but if this is something you're really into, you know, I'm not going to try to change you. I'm just curious if there's, you know, a reason you don't shave. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Because then there's other options. Well, I almost feel like right after you said that, I almost feel like she's going to be like, oh, okay, cool. I'm down with that. A part of me feels like that might be the case, but. There's always the flip side. Yeah, yeah. You almost, when you're in a relationship like that, you have more sympathy to just Learn to be okay with it. I think that's a situation in which it will not turn into a big detrimental thing to the relationship Mm -hmm. if there is something like that or or even if that's how she prefers it. But maybe it could though because what if it comes to like oral sex? It's like if you're not into a full, you know, full body hair down there, like oral sex then becomes you're not going to want to do that. You're not going to be interested. Yeah. But I think it's just like it's a conversation to have, like see where she lines up. Um, the overall vote on this thread was actually asshole, which based on his post, like I don't think it's an asshole at all to like. I think he was being very sensitive to yeah, it. Yeah, I think his comments were a little weird. I think he was trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, top comment: If you do talk to her for the love of God, don't say cha cha. Truth. And OP comments back. Um, I was just trying to be funny in order to get more engagement, but now I feel like a proper wanker. Yeah. Well, that's 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 what the whole post feels like. Yeah. It's just to be play into the Reddit, right? Yeah. But like everyone like was like, you're the asshole, you're the asshole. And I'm like, I don't think you're the asshole. Like I truly think like not the asshole at all. Like have the conversation because if, if it's – it's obviously intimacy and sexual relations are 
really important relationships. And if you're not lining up on that, like you're not going to, unless you can communicate what you like, what your needs are. And sometimes even when you do communicate that, it doesn't work. So communicate it first to see if you can line up. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the way he approached it was very mature and respectful. I get the playing into the Reddit uh, whatever it is. He's trying to be funny. Yeah, and just yeah. to try it. George but, W., I still don't get. No, but I do think he is genuinely looking for real answers to for say. Sure. How can I approach this? Which I think you had a really great response for. Um, but since you're so uh, opinionated with body hair, I, I'm just curious what your take on what you prefer is. <laughs> you already know, babe. I know, I'm just We've kidding. been together for almost two and a half, three years. Um, I, I'm starting to like body hair more on the chest. I Starting to? I don't like body hair on me personally, and that's just me. Okay, but it's but the I whole, have a lot of body hair. Right. I'm gonna get lasered. I just want to get lasered. But the whole Zach Efron thing with the documentary. Oh, he looked great. Zach looked great. I loved that documentary. Great, great documentary. Which you look I've literally pulled up pictures side by side of the two of you. I'm like, you look like a chest hair and all. I love it. I like the documentary for like actually educational what it spoke reasons. About, <laughs> I liked the documentary for the educational reasons and Zach Efron looked good in it. But I think there was an overwhelming response to oh my god, he looks so good. Yeah. It's so much better. Wow, he's like more natural. And it was like the not not like the dad bod thing, but almost to where it was like He wasn't the the shaved chest young boy. Right. Right. And I Yeah. And it, I think when you are growing up as a as a male you encounter these times where you're like i need to do something about this right this body hair or whatever your only reference really is either what your super immature friends that also don't know what's going on are saying yeah or what you see kind of in tv shows and movies and you see this like just bare skinned almost like Almost like there was never hair ever. Never. And that was probably waxed. Yeah, but like you there just. Were, there was nothing. Right. And so you, I think you go through these phases growing up as a. And I'm sure it's the same for females in, in a it certain is. sense. But oh my God. Just from a male perspective, I kind of remember the first time I was like, okay, I kind of. I need to do something down there. I don't know how. And fortunately, we grew up in the, the age of the internet where on YouTube, there's literally people that have made videos where it's Everything. like how to maintain your body hair as a man, how to maintain your body hair as a female. There's these great resources, but you're still kind of confused as you go through oh it Oh my all. God, because a lot of parents aren't comfortable to have those conversations either. True. I feel like it happens for different people at so many different times. and For sure. Puberty, it, puberty hits. Right. So it's different. just, right. So I remember just, I kind of remember when I first got hair kind of through my stomach and chest area. And I think almost up until sophomore year of college, I would literally take not even a buzzer razor. I'd take a razor and shave com- like oh my all the way. And it took so long and it took so much effort because it's like, 
it's a lot of area. Why I mean, did you, you do that? You think about doing your legs because that's what that's what you think is socially normal. Well, that's what you Especially, think is attractive. Yeah, in the high school musical phase too, or like yeah. I mean, well, and it's crazy too because like you see models and everyone on TV, like even Chris Hemsworth in Thor, mm-hmm. like no body hair, and it's right. like. That's like not that's not realistic for a majority it's of It's not the, the norm people. at all. No, and I like I don't this was a conversation we actually had when we were watching the Zach Efron documentary and you're like, You like that? And I'm like, Yes, this is why I tell you I like your chest hair. Like I think it's it's it looks good. It feels good, but I think shaving genitals is like a different thing. To- yes, totally different. And I so, was just I was yeah, segueing. No, no, no. I totally get where you're going and I I think, you know, I really like people that, you know, be natural up top. But then I'm like, it's just different when you go, you know, to do things like a blowjob and you're like, there's just hair in your face. Yeah, no, that's that's a different story. Yeah. I and also- so I, I really feel for Cha-Cha Boy here. I'm like, I understand because I've, you know, I think maybe some of us have been there. If you haven't, it's just BJ's with a bush or it's a different, it's a different thing. It's just not, it's not my personal preference. We'll put it that way. You should be able to talk to your partner about your preferences and what you like and what you don't like. And at the end of the day, wow, that might be the first time I've said it this episode. I typically say it a lot. Apparently there's a drinking game going around every time I say at the end of the day. (laughs) What? Apparently. Apparently. I want to I try this game. I've been told. We we should. We yeah. should listen to an old episode and try it. Or I'll just do it as we're on here. Just. Oh, my God. That's actually a great idea. That, <laughs> that would motivate me. Then like, anytime I pick up my drink, you're like. Yeah, that would motivate me to not say at the end of the day so much. <laughs> but with Cha-Cha Guy, I think like you need to have those tough conversations with your partner sometime. Yeah, I think I think when people ask what's the most important part of a relationship – most people will say trust. My mind, I think I tend to lean towards communication because I think communi- trust stems from communication. Yeah. I think communication's king. And I feel like if you cannot communicate, then it's just not right. So, for those that are listening on the Spotify, Apple, Stitcher version, this is where we're going to end. And I love you. And I thank you for listening. But those that tune into Patreon, this is where we're heading off into the deep dive. And I'm going to, for those, you know, you're kind of curious. You're like, what the fuck is she doing? I'm going to give you a sneak peek of what the next story. But it's, it's just not appropriate for the general audience. So the last story. Just found out my 22 female boyfriend... 24 male, doesn't wash his penis for two weeks after the last time we have sex (laughs) before being apart for a while. (laughs) And that's where we're going to end, guys. So um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Two Hot Takes. Check out Manscaped and don't forget about our promo code. It's THT20 all together. Do you want to do you want to do it? Me? Yeah. Do yeah, it? Just, yeah, just announce the giveaway. Okay, well, we have two nose hair trimmers. 
mm-hmm. also known as uh, Weed Whackers. Mm-hmm. And we have two uh, Lawnmower 4.0s. Sure do. And they can be yours. They can be yours. So you guys were doing a little giveaway. Manscaped sent us some great stuff. And we feel bad hoarding it. So basically, if you go on our Instagram, follow our Instagram, like the post related to the giveaway, and go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And that counts as entry. And basically, we're going to be giving away a Manscaped 4.0 lawnmower and the Weed Whacker. So your Father's Day giveaway or your personal hoard is taken care of, um, but that's how you enter. So there's going to be more details on our Instagram. So make sure to check out Two Hot Takes. We felt bad hoarding these quality products and I truly enjoyed the Weed Whacker for my nose. So I feel weird saying that, but <laughs> it's real. I want other it's people, real. I want other people to enjoy it as well. So that's basic hygiene, you guys. And at the end of the day, just, I just want all of you to be healthy and happy and live your life. And live your life. However hairy or non-hairy you want, but just clean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye. That was terrible. Bye, you lovely people. <laughs> Adios. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you visit Arizona... 
Time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.